Hey. Hi. What's good? What's happening? I'm talking so much more than I normally do. Yeah, go and it's off. It's only been ten seconds. Queen. That's, oh, queen of talking that's, in a podcast. <laughs> that's Brianna. That's Lindsay. And this is Gone, Gone with, with the, the Windies. Windies. the Windies, if you hadn't captured that already. If you're new here. If you're new here. Again, no affiliation with Gone with the Wind by Margaret Mitchell. Yes, we should say that every time. Every time, just so we don't get sued. Who knows? You never know who's listening. Is Margaret Mitchell alive? No. Honestly, I don't know. Probably not. It came out in like 1930-something. Yeah, that would be. She'd be very old. But hey, don't put it past her. You never know. The power of women. Well, Margaret Mitchell, if you're listening... Don't sue us. Thanks. Please don't sue us. That's We love your work, even though said. we haven't read it. We love it. Yeah. It's always an answer on Jeopardy. So Always. So thank you for that. Correct. Quick update. She is not alive. She was born in 1900 and died in 1949. So yeah, definitely not alive today. My apologies, Margaret Mitchell. Rest in peace. Anyways, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Once again. It's a beautiful Tuesday afternoon, and we're just we're just chilling. podcasting. We're vibing. We're taking it in, you know. Yeah. I wanted to talk about our days today. Yeah, we could. So tell me about your day so far. Honestly, Lindsay, I've had a fantastic day so far. I feel so energized. Nowhere yes. near the way I felt a few days ago when we recorded, and I was yes. like a actual zombie. Yes. I feel really good. I woke up at six. Ooh. Oh, wowzer bowser. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, switching up. I said wowzer bowser instead of yowzer bowser. Oh, okay. Just like trying something new, you know? Yeah. Okay, continue. A, a little variety. Variety is the spice, spice of life. Spice of life. Oh my gosh. I said spicy today to my manager. No, you did During didn't. our meeting, I did. I said, I like this job. I think it's like a little spicy because the mess. <laughs> I'll explain later. Okay. It is kind of spicy and I'll tell you why. It's spicy because I get to talk to customers who, like, have such a variety of needs and questions. And a lot of people that work with my company in customer service answer questions that are like, oh, can you give me a replacement or can you refund me? And that's every message that they get. But me, it's like, well, not just me. Just you. You run this part of the company. I'm the only person on the pre-launch team. Climb that ladder. No, but... um. My team handles messages that are, like, people that have just gone to Bonfire for the first time and have no idea what they're doing. So, I don't know. I just get so many different kinds of messages, and it's really interesting. That is interesting. Just a little recap. Brianna works at Bonfire, which is a t-shirt company. So, you design t-shirts and you sell them to raise money for charities or to fund things or... For whatever you want. Whatever. Truly. Yeah. Versatile. But, yeah. It's awesome. So, I woke up at 6... I went on a walk because I decided that I don't feel like a human being if I don't move in the morning. And recently, I've kind of just been waking up and doing yoga, but like that's not that much moving. It's not enough to feel like a human for me. So I went for a walk. It was really sweet. I listened to a little podcast, not ours because that would be weird, but it was really good. And then I came back. I like set up my coffee to make when we were done with yoga. 
I set up the basement for yoga, just put our mats out, whatever, move the furniture. And then we did yoga, and then we had breakfast. Lindsay made some delightful oatmeal. She's really skilled in oatmeal making. I will dive deep into that when I talk about (laughs) my morning, but yeah, continue. Yeah, definitely. And then I had my shift from 8 to 12, and it was good. Yeah, and it was spicy. It was spicy. I got some spicy messages. Sounds spicy. Yeah. And then... And then, oh my gosh, then Lindsay and I worked out. We did a partner workout um, from MadFit. It was pretty fun, I guess. It was fine. It was fine, yeah. We tried to do one of her partner workouts before, and it was very <laughs> it was very geared towards a very strong male and a strong female. And so we, neither of us, is Either much of those stronger than the other, so that was hard for us to do it. Oh, but so hard. We tried, but this one was much more, like, you just do things at the same time, or you, like, pass a dumbbell between each other, mm-hmm. so it was much more doable. So that was good. It was cute. But yeah. It was, like, a lot of rests, which I appreciate, because I feel like I can't do anything correctly if there's no rests. So, anyways. Yeah. So then, after that, we ate lunch. It, it, I mean, like, a lot of our day is the same since we just spent the last two hours together, <laughs> but... This is true. We ate lunch, and we had mac and cheese with avocado and a side salad. So good. I had to throw away a whole bag of carrots because they were so slimy and moldy, which is no fun. I really hate throwing away food, but it was, like, unsalvageable. Normally, you can salvage carrots by just drying them off, but these were, like, Mushy. actual mush. I am so disgusted that that happened that we let that happen not it's not the carrots fault 100 percent. like i don't want to blame them they had nothing to do with it it was us um but yeah so we ate that and then we had our little lunch dessert (laughs) our swedish visiting visiting cake cake. it's basically in like an almond cake yeah it was really good but yeah and then we came here and we filmed our trailer for our podcast because we still haven't done that and yeah it's pretty crazy because we have like 13 episodes now or something yeah I didn't really think that you needed to have a trailer and like granted you definitely don't you don't but it was just like one of those things where I feel like most do yeah and so I was like I mean couldn't hurt but I think it's good that we didn't start off making it because I feel like it would have been different it definitely would have the course of our podcast has kind of changed a little bit it's gotten a little like less structured which is yeah not a bad thing at all especially for me yeah I know I don't love structure yeah. In correct. my life. <laughs> Not always a virtue. It be like that though. Wait, did that make sense? I don't know. Not always a virtue. Yeah, that made sense. Okay. I don't really know. Okay. So Lindsay, I just talked for like five minutes. Sorry about that. Can don't you tell me about your day? Never apologize for being yourself. Oh. That's another topic we should talk about. Being yourself? No. Um <laughs> apologies. Ooh, actually that's interesting to me. Anyway, yeah. put that on hold. We'll put that in our little notes where we talk about things that we want to do podcasts about. But yeah. so for my morning this morning, I got up at seven o'clock. Well, six fifty and then six fifty seven. You know the drill. Got ready, went downstairs, did yoga. It was a nice it was a really quick one compared to the ones we've been doing. We're currently doing Adrian Yoga with Adrian's Yoga Camp thirty day series. And we're on, like, day 15 or 16. 16. And it was 15 minutes, which was nice. They're normally, like, 40. So it was a nice quick one. It got me feeling awake. Yeah. But it did go by really fast, which I was like, oh, my goodness, that was so short. Mm-hmm. So I think I kind of, like, somewhere in the middle, like, 30-ish minutes. I think that's, like, a good length for spot. me. sweet spot, yeah. And then I made oatmeal. 
So. Oatmeal. I'm sorry about that. Oatmeal the platypus. No, no, no. Oatmeal um, the platypus. I don't know. <laughs> the way you said that reminded me of how they say Perry. In Phineas and Ferb. In Phineas Ferb, nice. yeah. Um, so I wanted to make oatmeal and... When I made oatmeal freshman year of college in our dorm, I would mm-hmm. use old-fashioned oats, and I would do them in the microwave. Mm-hmm. But we've been doing quick oats recently, and so I tried to use old-fashioned in the microwave, and it, like, kind of exploded. Oof. It just got really big, and it was really hard to keep track of it and make sure Yikes. it didn't bubble over. So I don't know what the difference is between what I did at school and what I'm doing here, but I was realizing that was not the way to go. So I decided to do stovetop oatmeal oats mm-hmm. and so I made I've been doing this for the past couple days because I've had a little bit more time in the morning and I basically just cook the oats like the package says but then at the end when they're like almost done you add cinnamon and almond butter and then just like stir that in and it just gets such like it's such a great texture and flavor and then always add some type of fresh fruit so always if it's blueberries I'll put them in at the beginning or apple somewhere towards the middle so they get a little bit soft but not super mushy. Mm. And then today we had a nectarine, and so I cut that up and just put that on at the end and then just drizzle a little bit of maple syrup. Oof. And honey, you are good to go. Honey. It's a delicious oatmeal recipe in my opinion. I have never been a huge oatmeal person. It's something I eat because it's easy and it's available and it's quick and it's Facts. filling. Facts. But I never, like, loved it, so I'm really glad that I finally found a way that I can make it that I really genuinely do enjoy it. Yeah. And then it's just a little bit of maple syrup. The only way I used to enjoy oatmeal is putting tons of brown sugar on it. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm like, I don't want to be eating a lot of sugar in the morning, so just a little bit of maple syrup goes a long way and adds just a touch of sweetness to make it make it tasty but yes maple syrup is so underrated especially in america like yeah canadians know what's up seriously truly i remember my friend anna who is vegan was telling me that she doesn't understand why people would use honey when maple syrup exists she's like honey is just not as good maple syrup is so much better eh? hey (laughs) literally quoting her (laughs) but yes so made that delicious oatmeal and then once Brianna went to work I went on my walk around Huntsman Lake which is the lake that's pretty close to us beautiful yeah it was really nice I had a good time listening to a podcast while I was walking what podcast I listened to what we said what we said yeah what is that about it's kind of like ours it's kind of about anything it's just these two um like 20 something year olds just like us 20 something yeah, totally but they're both married oh. but yeah they just they had a guest they just have guests on or they'll talk about random topics and stuff i don't know Cute. i think it's good you should give it a listen yeah um but yeah so i listened to that on my walk and then got home had some coffee and then i did the crossword with Haley, which is what we've been doing most mornings this week because it's just a nice like quick 15 minutes to hour and a half depending on the day mm-hmm. so that's just nice to get your brain working a little bit mm. and then came upstairs and I could literally this is going to take me like 15 minutes to go through my whole routine so I might shorten it a little bit but I basically I got two free months of Skillshare which is an online program where you can take like art classes but they're just like videos not sponsored yeah, actually not sponsored. They do sponsor a lot of podcasts, though, so that would be really crazy if they ever sponsor Ooh. us in the future. Which they, Skillshare, are you listening? Maybe they would. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, um, so I got two free months of that, and so I am started today a 14-day mindset challenge, which is interesting, and 
I was expecting it to be like a sketching challenge, like every day you sketch something, which is what you do. But she's very focused on your mindset and your attitude about art, which is something that's really interesting to me because that's something I struggle with a lot. Mm -hmm. I will not make art because I don't think it's going to be good enough or I will just beat myself up while I'm making something if I don't think it's good enough. Mm -hmm. So she just is really, really encouraging and just very much so not focused on the end product, focused on your progress and your own personal feelings about your art. So that's really interesting and I really like it so far. So I just started that today. This was the first day. And while I was doing my drawing, I was like, this is not going well. Like I'm not doing a good job. Like, and these are like back of my head thoughts. Like I'm not fully verb, like, I don't know my brain. I don't feel like I'm thinking them because I'm not outright saying the words in my head, but it's like that type of thought is happening in my head. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like very muddy, but it's like a general feeling, but I don't feel like I'm thinking it Mm -hmm. until I reflect and I'm like, oh, I really was thinking negatively while I was going. So she invites you then to, after your six minutes of sketching, walk away, take a break. So then I took a break. I washed my sheets and I cleaned the bathroom and did some sweeping and then came back to it. And then when I looked at my final product, I was like, okay, Lindsay, this is actually pretty good. Like, it's not the best thing I've ever drawn. I literally drew an apple slicer, but... I don't know. It's just interesting when you take a step back and you reset yourself and then come back and look at it later. Mm. You're like, okay, that is good. And then you're able to critique it in a more productive way and not in a way where you're just like tearing yourself down or even lifting yourself up like too much, I guess. I don't know. You're not like, wow, this is the best thing I ever made. Like I should be famous because of this apple slice drawing. Like, (laughs) but then just looking at it and deciding exactly what you like about it, what you could change, how you felt while making it. And all those types of things, which is something I don't often do after I create art. I just do the art piece, finish it, and then it's done. Mm -hmm. As opposed to actually reflecting on what I've done or how I felt. So that was really interesting. Sorry for that tangent, but started that today. So that's pretty exciting. I might be talking about that on a couple more podcast episodes if I stick with it and if I enjoy it throughout. But that's mostly what I did today. I wrote a letter to my grandma. Then, yeah, then joined with Brianna, had lunch, did a workout. Now here I am. Sorry. That was, like, I literally just talked for eight minutes about that. No, you didn't. Wasn't it six minutes? Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) Who cares, dude? That's really cool. I love that about you, that you just, like, find things to do. Find things to improve skills or just anything about yourself. That's really nice. Yeah, it's very inspiring. And I feel very, like, art to me... I'm good at it because I'm so detail-oriented and put a lot of effort into it, but not necessarily because I know what I'm doing. (laughs) So I'm kind of excited to have access to this program where I can sort of learn how to do things the right way. Because I do embroidery, I do watercolor, I sketch sometimes, but I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I just kind of do what makes sense, but I'm sure there's tips and tricks and ways I could improve and more of like the, not like the right way to do something, but some Mm -hmm. maybe could be faster and more efficient. So Mm -hmm. I'm just, yeah, I'm very interested to learn those types of tips Things that you can't learn from just doing it. Things yeah. that you have to be taught. Yeah. So, that's really yeah, that's cool. interesting. And I think... Oh, sorry. Oh, what? I was just going to say, I remember when you were younger, like, how artistic you were. And not that that ever stopped, because you were definitely still doing it. But didn't you take art in middle school? You took uh, an yeah, art class? Yeah, in seventh grade, I took an art class. And I remember, like, seeing some of your work and being like, bro, she's so good. Like, I, don't it, even remember. Or I remember, okay, actually, the one drawing or sketch I remember that I was so impressed by was the one that you made that was like a bunch of different roads squiggling back and forth. Do you remember that? 
I think it's in your closet. I think it is in my closet, and it's not even good. No, but I thought it was so good, and I was so proud of you. Do you have it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, wait. In my mind, I I remember being so good. Yes, I remember being so proud. <laughs> so, confirmed our perceptions of art. Oh my goodness. I was like, wait, wait this is not even good. Again. Uh, okay, so if you're listening, you have to go on our podcast Instagram, which is at Gone with the Windies, in order to see this piece of art. Because the fact that Brianna thought it was so good, I was really proud of it too. It's framed. I did it so long ago, and it's literally still hanging in my closet. For what reason? Because I was proud of it, I guess. But yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not good. It's cute, though. But like, considering. Okay, anyways, all that to say, I really, I remember seeing other things that you drew and being like, she has a knack for this, and I, yeah, I'm excited for you to learn more, too, because there's always more to learn, obviously, and don't don't gatekeep art you know i feel like a lot of people try to gatekeep art and it's like yes. bro literally who cares draw whatever you want and that's something too that two of both of the programs i've started have been like you don't need fancy materials they're like you don't need hundred dollar watercolors and fancy brushes you can get the cheap she was like you can use that crayola watercolor set that you got with that coloring book yep like you can start yep. with anything and so i think it's really important to we to we that we to we <laughs> focus on the concept of making art Mm -hmm. and not what it turns out as or even what you use to make it true that anyway yeah yeah. oof and that's what a lot of youtubers say which like this is going on a different (laughs) tangent but they're just like so many people will be like oh i can't start a channel i don't have a camera i don't have a microphone i don't have any way to edit and it's like you can find a way around things like you can use your phone to make videos a lot of people have phones with cameras and you can start off that way start off somewhere you know it's just an excuse that I feel like a lot of people make just to not have to do things that scare them and it's an excuse I've made so many times in my life especially when it comes to art just oh I need to buy this material before I can do that and it's like no you don't you can start with wherever you are whatever you have yeah and you can still make something beautiful well, now that we've talked for about 20 minutes, you want to get into... Yeah. Let's get into the heat of the episode. The salt, the fat, the acid, and the heat. Yeah. Food. We're talking about food. food. <laughs> Why are we so annoying? I like how we just decided that this episode is the one we decide to start singing random things. Yeah, I don't... That's something we do in everyday life sometimes, uh-huh. but we don't do it on the podcast. That's true. I feel like there's a lot of filtering in the podcast of our true personalities, mostly because a lot of it would translate to us just gagging into the microphone for like 40 minutes. <sighs> yeah, we do that. At each other. Correct. Whenever we said something annoying, which would be every five seconds. Yes. So... <laughs> a lot of censored burps is what I was about to say. You know what? Let's keep it in. Yeah, we're... Oh, wait. We're keeping uh, it. What? It's just... That's so embarrassing. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, whatever. Lindsay burps a lot. She's just a burpy girl. I burp so much. She's a burpy Ugh. little girl. She just has so much gas inside of her stomach at any given time. I don't know why. For burps, not for farts. For burps, not for farts. Sometimes. Not, not that it would time. matter either way. I haven't been farting that much recently. Maybe it's just been going the other direction. Probably. 
I wonder any like medical professionals out there if you have any advice for Lindsay about how she could burp less it's not like it's not a medical issue it's just an inconvenience sometimes because believe me when I tell you she burps at least 50 times a day I tried to count them one time and I think I didn't even count like half of them and I got to like 30 oh my goodness like it was kind of ridiculous anyway um, yeah, so we filter ourselves a little bit. I think just for the sake bit. of our listeners, because... Because it, you would not want to listen if it was just yeah. us being... Well, <laughs> yeah. And we genuinely are very vulnerable on this, I feel like. Oh, yeah. We've talked about lots of parts of our personalities, yeah. but... We're not afraid. I just feel like burping every five seconds is not necessarily what you signed up for. No. Um, but the singing, maybe the singing will have to stay. Maybe. That could be interesting. I like it as a transition into talking about something new. Yes. Rather than just being like, so now we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Just be like... Food. Yes. So (laughs) today's episode is about food. We were talking the other day and just thinking about whatever we could talk about on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned like health, fitness whatever like all that category Mm -hmm. and then I was thinking more today and Brianna said she would be okay with doing those types of episodes and so I was like okay what if we just talked about food because we did say we were going to talk about food in our very first episode and then we still haven't done one we did because we we did the cheese thing yeah we talked about two very specific foods but we (laughs) haven't talked about our relationship I guess with food in general or yeah oh I didn't think about that yeah (gasps) yeah I don't know just like how Maybe how our tastes have changed or how our relationship with food, I guess, has changed. Because I know that's a very, it's a very difficult thing for a lot of people and girls especially, so. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Oh, no. I have to be so vulnerable. Ew. We don't have to be. You don't have to no, be No, but vulnerable. I, I want to be. You can be as vulnerable as you want. Yeah. So, all that to introduce the fact that 22 minutes into this podcast, we're going to start talking about the topic that the podcast is about. This is what you came for. Isn't that what Rihanna says? Yes. So, food. Food. Um, we didn't come up with questions or really anything we're going to actually say. Right. But I feel like we should start off with the obvious. Um, we're both vegetarians. Yes. I am a pescatarian, actually, as of March. I Which is actually a fake vegetarian, but we won't go. We won't you were literally a pescatarian. I know, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Anyway. All love. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I'll just talk about that. I don't know, is that okay? Go for it. So I pretty much, I mean, I've eaten meat like my whole life, but yeah. it was never something that I was like craving. Like I would never True. be like, I really just want a steak right now. <laughs> and so last August, when I went back to school, I was like, okay, I'm not going to eat any more red meat. So I'm not going to eat burgers or steak or any of that. So I maybe had like one or two burgers since then, between then and December. And it wasn't that hard. Like yeah. I was like, I don't miss it. I'm not craving it. And just like not something that I care about that much. And so I just continued. And that was mainly because of like environmental reasons for you know, all those things that Mm -hmm. contribute to global warming and all that. And so I hadn't been eating red meat until about December. And then January 1st came around and I had celebrated New Year's with my friends and it was the morning. And I was like, you know what? Let me just not eat meat. Like, what if I just didn't eat meat anymore? And so I decided not to. And then, of course, that morning, my friend's mom, Amy Jeanette, I love you. She made like a morning breakfast scramble for us and it was like eggs and sausage and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm not just going to not have this and be rude. So I had that. 
But that was on January 1st, and that was the last meat that I've actually eaten. Wow. And so since then, I have been eating... I was eating fully vegetarian for about two months, and then I went on spring break to Savannah, Georgia, and I really wanted to eat fish, so Mm -hmm. I decided to become pescatarian. And until that point, the only thing I had really missed was sushi Mm -hmm. and, honestly, salmon. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to be pescatarian, because the main reason I decided to become vegetarian was environmental concerns, but also because I just didn't really care about meat that much, and I didn't love it. Yeah. So for me, if I was mm-hmm. missing the fish, I was like, okay, I'll just add that back in, but I'll still not eat chicken or any of the other meats. It's so. also not like you're eating fish that often, you no. know, like it's yeah. just kind of, and not that that really makes a difference, like, you know, but yeah. still like if it's something you're only going to have once a month, if that, exactly. like, you know, it was one of those things that I was willing to give up all the other meats. But then for that, I was just like. I'm not really doing this fully out of an ethical standpoint or an environmental standpoint. It's just kind of because I don't really care about meat. True. And so I was like, okay, if I'm missing this, I'll add it back in. So I added back in fish. So then since March, I've been a pescatarian. But actually, I haven't had any any fish or meat since then because I came back home immediately after that. So our cousin Haley, who lives with us, is mostly vegan and Brianna is vegetarian. So we just haven't had fish in the house since I moved in. So... Since sure March, haven't. I haven't had any fish, so I've been fully vegetarian since then. But Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. I know. I didn't know how long it would last because I started in January kind of just because, just to see what would happen, and mm-hmm. I don't know, just haven't had meat since then. It's, like, a lot easier than people think. It is. I think unless, unless you're living with people that eat meat a lot and have to come up with uh, substitutions for you... Yeah. That was, like, the hardest thing for me when I first went vegetarian a few years ago. But Yeah, I would say definitely, like, family gatherings can be oh, hard. Yeah. And Thanksgiving. Yeah, and just, like, living, if you're in high school, living with your parents still, mm-hmm. you don't want to put it on them, so then you have to come up with substitutions and just not knowing yeah. when dinner is and all that. That's, like, complicated, but since be. I was living on my be. own and not getting meals from campus anymore, which there's not a lot of vegetarian options on campus... Unless you literally just want to eat a salad every day from the salad uh-huh. bar. Um, yeah, so yeah. since then, it's been a lot easier if you just... Like, you find ways to adapt if you are a vegetarian, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of restaurants do have vegetarian options. Or, for me, fish options, which yeah. are just as good. So. Oh, yeah. Dude, potatoes, beans. Yeah. Like, I never knew... Tofu. Tofu. I never knew the range of potatoes and beans. Yeah. Everything you can make from them. We yeah. have so many good recipes. Anyways... I wanted to talk a little bit about um, my experience with vegetarianism. Please. I thought it was funny when you said that um, the day you decided to not eat meat, your your friend's mom, like, made that scramble. Because yeah. that exact same thing happened to me. Really? Not, like, the day that I decided, but it was... When was this? I think it was, like, fall, maybe, of last year. So I had been vegetarian again for a few months, and I was sleeping over at a friend's house. Wait, can I pause for a second? Yeah. When did you first decide to be vegetarian? Um, 2015. Right, when you graduated. Yeah, so it was, like, June 2015, and then I stopped July 2017 Okay, when I went to Brazil. Right, and then you started again. Then I started again when I came back from Australia in 2019. Okay, cool. So it was, like, two years on, two years off, kind of. Almost three years off, I guess. Wait, no, almost two years off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, But that same thing happened to me, and it was so funny, because I was like, yeah, I mean... I do have ethical convictions about it to an extent, but I think also same as you, I'm just like, I don't care that much about meat. 
Yeah. And I started eating this, the eggs, and I realized there was bacon in it, and I was like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't want to be rude, and yeah. she made it. It was also really good, so I was like, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> no, it's one of those things where, like, personally, it's like, you have to pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. So, am I going to not eat something my friend or my friend's mom has made me because it has meat? Or am I just going to eat it because she already used the meat anyway and made it for me? Like, what? Yeah. Like, that's, like, sort of the ethical question for me is, in that case, I feel like it's more unethical to waste the food. Hmm. But that's, like, a personal decision for everyone. So right. You're not I'm, saying that that's, like, absolutely yeah, right or wrong and, answer. Yeah. And I'm going to consider myself a vegetarian or a pescatarian, but if someone makes me food with me in it, like, honestly... Like, depending on what it is. I actually haven't. That's the only thing I've had since January. But if they did and it was a situation like that, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if they didn't know I was a vegetarian. Because at that point, I hadn't told anyone. So, mm-hmm. like, my friend didn't know to tell their mom, True, you know? yeah. So, unless you're, like, a yearly, like, you're doing it for a long time and people know and it's established. I right. feel like it's harder for people to understand and prepare for that. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just kind of, like... A respect thing and like being considerate for the fact that they made you food yeah whether or not you feel like you want to have it but again that's mm-hmm. a personal decision for anyone to make if you're a vegetarian you don't ever want to eat meat like good like do yeah. that you know yeah especially if you've been doing it for a while and you know that eating it would like actually upset your stomach like yeah that's a situation I would definitely say go for it like don't be afraid to be rude not yeah. that anyone asked for this advice no <laughs> I just <laughs> no. I just feel like that yeah it, it's really hard to ask for what you want especially when you're in a situation like that where someone yeah. is serving you and being so kind and hospitable no exactly and like it might feel weird to be like oh actually yeah this it's hard but yeah and that that's something that definitely <laughs> as women like yo yeah Exactly. We've been taught not to do. We've been taught yeah. to just very accept. much bend to whatever is happening and, like, not ask for anything for ourselves. Yeah. Um, which is dumb. And, and not to say that, like, men don't experience that, too, but, you know. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think that is, that's the hardest thing, in my opinion, is when you either go out to eat at a restaurant that specializes in, like, barbecue or something like oh, that, or gross. when you are visiting someone and they just don't know and so they don't have anything prepared. But then it's like, I feel bad putting it on them to deal with my restriction. Because I understand it's my choice. Like, I have chosen to do this to myself. And I didn't choose this to make it hard for anyone else. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, by the way, like, can you make that without any meat for me? Because then it's like, they're spending so much extra time to, like, take it out and section it off and not add chicken or not add whatever. And then I feel bad because I feel like I'm wasting their time, even though it's, like, my decision. Yeah. And it's my life, but it ends up affecting other people. Right. So that's something that I think... Is hard about it. Yeah, and I didn't necessarily think about too much before I became a vegetarian. But yeah. Luckily, I haven't been to any social outings since March, so I haven't had to deal <laughs> with it that much. So good. Don't Woo. be signed. Woo. But yeah. Lindsay, do you have a favorite vegetarian option that you've ever eaten out? I know you weren't vegetarian, like, fully super long before corona hit us, but just wondering... Well, okay. One thing, this is going to sound, okay, it's not like a nice gourmet fancy thing, but (laughs) the Beyond Sausage sandwich from Dunkin' Donuts is 100% like the best vegetarian option. Because I will be honest, the couple things that I missed besides fish was Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets Mm -hmm. and like breakfast sausage. I don't know why I like breakfast sausage so much, but I do. So that 
um, Beyond Sausage Sandwich from Dunkin' was a lifesaver. I got it so much this semester before <laughs> we went online. Mm-hmm. And the end of last semester, too, when I, like, wasn't even fully vegetarian yet. But... Yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, that's a really, really good vegetarian vegan... No, it's not vegan. Nope, yeah, because it has an egg and cheese. <laughs> but vegetarian option at Dunkin' if you want, like, a breakfast sandwich. True. Because I haven't had one of those, but... True. Yes. What about you? I have multiple. Oh, go. Um, okay, I think the first thing that came to my mind is the burrito from Asado's in Richmond, which is really close to campus. It's, like, one of those places that everyone goes. But it's... Well, okay, I actually just looked it up. And I think that they had to close, which is really sad. Rest in peace, Asados. But they had this burrito with... Okay, it's definitely not vegan-friendly. Like, you could substitute a bunch of things, but it would not be the same because it relies heavily on cheese and sour cream. But it's, like, cheese, sour cream, potatoes, beans, I think salsa, probably, and avocado and, like, guacamole. And it's just so good. I never thought about putting potatoes in a burrito. And it just, like, changed my world forever. Yeah, breakfast burritos are on another, another, another level. They're so oh good. Oh my gosh, we need to make more breakfast burritos. We yeah. actually have been experimenting with making tortillas, and guys, it's so easy. It's so much easier than I thought it would be, and yeah. it's so good. They are good. Fresh tortillas, oh, amazing. Yeah, they are good. So that's one option. That's one of my favorite entrees that's vegetarian. Another one that I'm thinking of is, okay, this is so weird, but Silver Diner has like this insane vegetarian slash vegan menu i had no idea they've like completely rebranded recently i don't know how recent but like they shop local like they use local farms to have all their ingredients they have like a really extensive menu of vegan and vegetarian options compared to any other chain restaurant i've ever been to and they have vegan eggs benedict which i don't know how they made that vegan at all they use just egg, which is not egg, but I, I don't know what it is, but it, yeah. it's good. And it's yeah. an egg replacement, but it actually looks like it comes in a, in a bottle. Oh, I'm does pretty it? Sure. Yeah. Oh and it's gosh. like, yeah, it's just like if you scramble up, once you scramble up an egg and mix it up and it's like the yolk and the white mixed together, that's like what they give you in a bottle. So crazy. Yeah. I've never used it. I've seen it before. I don't understand how they poach that then. But anyways. Oh, I don't know. But they do. Maybe they use, like, a case and just put it in the case. Maybe. I don't know. But it's so good. And all the other vegetarian options they have are so good. Wow. Yeah. Guys, we're sponsored by Silver Diner, I guess. Go to Silver Diner. <laughs> also. No, I wish. Okay, last thing. Spicy potato taco from Taco Bell. Ooh. Most of Taco Bell's um, entrees are vegetarian. Or it can be made vegetarian if you just say, sub mm-hmm. the beans Sub the meat for beans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So easy. Yeah, I don't go to Taco Bell that much, but that would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's like garbage for you, so. Well, checks out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that sounds good. There's also a Taco Bell. Sorry, I'm talking no, please. so long. Keep going. There's a Taco Bell in Alexandria that serves alcohol. It's like one of the only places, one of the only Taco Bell locations in America that sells alcohol, and it's really good. They have, like, freezies. That's so funny. I don't even remember what they're called, but they had, like, a rosé kind of freezy drink. It was really good. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, I want one. Dang, that's crazy. Mm. Well, I kind of feel like 
this is going to be vegetarianism yeah. with the Wendy's. Yeah. I feel like we could have a whole other episode about all the different food we've been making in quarantine and mm-hmm. some of our favorite dishes and ways we like to, I guess, come up with meals because yeah. I used to be very, like, very much a recipe person. Like, I would find a recipe and get all the ingredients. But in quarantine, that's just not really possible. So we've been doing a lot more of just throwing stuff together and it ends up working out like some type of vegetable, some type of grain, and then beans. And yeah. it's so good every time. Every time. A and a sauce. Times. Yeah, yeah. Lindsay is the queen of sauces, in my opinion. Aww. She has this tahini dressing she makes a lot. Well, we'll discuss in a later episode. Yeah, we will. We will. I think we will. I want to call this one meat free with the Wendy's. Oh, okay. I feel like vegetarianism with the Wendy's would be kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. That was just general content. But yeah. Yeah, yeah that works for me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think that's. that's I feel it. like I haven't said anything, but also it's been 35 minutes. So I Same. guess we've said a lot. It's weird. Yeah. This one flew by. This one, honestly, I'm really proud. I like, like this one. I think it went well. Our energy, our energy is good today. So I hope you guys are feeding off that energy. Mm, yes. And taking it with you. Daily Ooh. reminder to do something for yourself today. Drink some water. Drink some water. Go, go to the bathroom. <laughs> go for a walk while you're going to the bathroom. Correct. Or go to the bathroom while you're going for a walk. That's another option you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just take these vibes and run with them. <laughs> I'm in a really good mood. I'm blowing you a kiss through the mic. Oh my gosh. We're like finally showing our true selves and they're all like, wow, never listening to that again. Yeah, they're like unsubscribe. <laughs> unsubscribe immediately. Unfollow. Well, anyway. <laughs> You guys should follow us on Instagram so you can see that beautiful painting or drawing of the roads that I created. Oh my goodness. I'll put my apple slicer picture up on there for you guys yeah, so you can see it. you should. And I don't know, give us a review on the Apple Podcast app if you want to. And I hope you are happily gone, gone with the Wendy's. Wendy's.